Welcome back to A Woman's View here on KSL News Radio. Such a treat to have Nancy Lord with me this week, former Utah Republican National Committee woman and now producer and artistic director of a community interfaith choir in the Bluffdale area. Excuse me. Angela Kroll is here, the director of major gifts and corporate sponsorships with Ballet West. And Robin Scribner is my guest, co-founder and director of outreach for Tech Moms. Angela, I interrupted you. We were talking about um, what we see happening in Israel. And one of the things you said reminded me so much of what I've heard commentators say in recent days, which is that you cannot bomb your way out of this problem. Absolutely. I think, you know, we hopefully one of the lessons that we learned from our response um, to 9-11, which resulted in really an endless war in Afghanistan, which where we didn't have a clear path forward, we didn't have an exit strategy, we didn't have much of a plan, and it was very reactionary. And there's a danger for us becoming the evil that we deplore in the way that we respond to things. And so I think where women are in power, you know, we, we do find a different way forward. And I'm hopeful that maybe some of the leaders can find that compassionate way forward where we can recognize that we really cannot bomb our way out of a situation. We cannot bomb our way to peace. Mm -hmm. I wonder, Nancy, do you see here a real lack of leadership, arguably on both sides? It's because it does seem like the people know what they want. They want to live in peace. And like you were saying, Robin, they want to love their children. And yet both the Israeli leaders and the leaders in Gaza have been unable to come to a solution that would allow their people to live peacefully in the land of all of their fathers and grandfathers. Do you see that as a lack of leadership, Nancy? Well, always a lack of leadership can add to something like this. Absolutely. I mean, I do know this because I, I traveled to Egypt once and I remember going up on a hill to, into a museum and I remember reading this, um, there was this big mural and it had in English what their philosophy is about everyone who does not believe the same as them religiously. And it was basically that one day they will kill them all. They will annihilate everyone who does not believe in their religion. And and I remember reading that and just being shocked and thinking, oh wow, how how do you overcome those kinds of centuries old attitudes and and ways of thinking that have inculcated their entire culture and lead them to justify the kinds of atrocities that they've been engaging in. Uh, and right now I'm speaking particularly about Palestine in relation to Israel this last week. The Hamas. Uh, Hamas, yes. It would take incredibly strong principled leadership that could that could help people understand and figure out how to negotiate and work together to achieve peaceful cohabitation but I, i'm mm. just not sure i'm just when you get to this point it's very tough to to pull back you know i'm surprised that especially with you know with the historic examples of Occupying a, a, a foreign land never works out well, not for the occupied and not for the occupier. It would seem there are numerous examples of this in history. I don't understand enough about it to understand why Israel would want to occupy the, the Gaza, why they wouldn't want that to be an independent body that could lead to peace. Why, why would you want to occupy a place 
where they don't want you, where they have a claim uh, of sorts. And I, I asked that question with no uh, sympathy whatsoever for the atrocities that have gone on. I'm just looking at the bigger picture, Robin. What do you think? No, I'm with you 100%, Amanda. It is unbelievable so so much of what's gone on and and what you were talking about before i think well we're talking about the lack of leadership but what happens as it seeps down these negativity seep down into all the people is the view of the dehumanization of others and, and nancy was referring to that as well um i have seen a few moments of hope through the things i i loved hearing that nancy's part of an interfaith choir i've seen uh, i i met a man years ago who led an interfaith drum circle with um israeli and palestinian teenagers and they would get together once a week and they would and they had a band you know and there were other things like that so so i see efforts grassroots efforts from individuals and young people saying we have we have seen the future and we don't want any part of it we want something different and my only hope and prayer is that there are enough um, there's enough wisdom in the minds of the people in power to recognize that people want something different because there has to be a completely different solution, a different way of approaching this entire. And and we have seen other um, nations overcome issues like this. I, I think there's much better situations in Northern Ireland today than there was 20 years ago. Like I think, and, and you know, that conflict's not on the same scale, but there are similar situations when deep rooted enemies have found a way to peace. And I hope, I, I hope that there's a future for that. And, but Ang doesn't Angela that require that autonomy be recognized on both sides? That I must respect the autonomy, the the autonomy of nation, the autonomy of a, of a people who want to be free to vote on who governs them. Isn't that kind of mutual respect required before you can get to some sort of peaceful solution? I think so. I think so. And you know that that's not at all to minimize at all the you know the terroristic attacks that are happening right now. Not at all. I firmly stand with those that are the victims of these this terroristic, yes. these it's terroristic attacks and violence. It's yeah. it's inexplicable, and it's. Um, I love Amanda Gorman. She's such an incredible poet. Um, and I read a post that she had posted this morning, and she said, "We lay down our arms so that we can reach out our arms out to one another." And I love that. You know, mm -hmm. there does have to be. It does have to be a mutual decision. And I think that's what's difficult here is that if you see it as a zero-sum game, which I think it has been on, mm -hmm. on you know, both the Palestinian side, the Gaza side, as yes. well as the Israeli side, it's a zero-sum game, which, you know, I understand because there are complexities as far as, you know, um, they're wanting to claim the same holy lands, the same mm -hmm. holy sites, and they do both have claims on those. And so there is, it, it is difficult there to sort of divide that um, and and to move forward with it. But I do think that they have to come together with that mutual respect. And I just don't know as that can or happen this now, will I happen fear. over and yeah. over and over for, for mm -hmm. time, as far as we can see. Um, let, let me take another break. Back with my wonderful guest this week on A Woman's View. Don't go away. Back in just a moment. <laughs> 